But now follows the sugya. Before he started the sugya, you must understand what he's talking about. Imagine you have a house over here. This is the, uh, the wall of the house. This house right here. This is the outside wall of the house. Here is a courtyard, open, open courtyard. This is also the wall of the house. The house over here. Now, projecting from this wall is a ceiling, a portico. The portico doesn't have any walls, just sticking out, it's standing maybe on a post, so here and there. Also, projecting, here is also a portico, like a wall, like a ceiling, post. In the middle, it's under the sky, a garden. Like Rashi explains, the Galochim have that, and they're cloisters, Rashi explains. And the Galochim, the garden in the middle, they want to take a walk, they see rainy weather, they take a walk around under the under the portico all around. So the whole gar the whole garden in the middle is surrounded with the portico on all sides. Now he went and he put schach on the open part. And he wanted to make kind of sukkah by sitting where the garden was underneath the schach. The trouble is, however. They have walls, they have ceiling. Ceiling between the schach and the walls. The schach is in the middle, where there used to be sky. But the ceiling of the portico on all sides. So the wall is separated from the schach by the width of the portico. What is the width of the portico? So soon see. If it's four armies, no good. Everybody agrees it's no good. Less than four hundred should be good. That's the story. We try to get the picture in our mind clearly. Now there are two kinds of porticos. Some porticos, as Dr. Wilkes said, are supported just by the walls alone and don't have any posts. And some porticos have posts underneath them, all around. Now the posts all around are so frequent that they are less than three thoughts away from each other and those posts constitute the wall in themselves. So therefore there's a wall all around the schach. There's no problem. It, would, it, would, it, seems, it seems it would be a problem, so it seems. We'll soon see it's not so simple, but it seems no problem. So again, if the portico is supported by posts, that are on the side where the garden is, all around, and each post is less than three feet away from the other post. So you have like a wall all around the open space, and when you put schach in the open space, not a matter of deep and akuma, the schach and the walls are right together. Explain that to your neighbors before you go on. Each mile, two lines off from the bottom. Now we're following Rashi's Pshat. We're following Rashi's Pshat. He put, no, by the way, I have to tell you, these porticos that go all the way around are called Aksava. It's a Greek word, Aksava. So if you put Schach on top of the Aksava, means in the open space between the walls, between the porticos, 
the open space in the middle you put schach. The has supports, and the supports are less than three talking away from each other. Shayla is culture without any question. I will soon see later is a question. But he said there's no question, it's culture, because since the supports are right next to the schach, here, and the supports are the end of the Aksava and the portico. So the supports and the schach are close together. Supports are here, and the schach is over here. So that's crushing. She'ain lo Suppose there are no supports. Suppose the walls themselves hold up the porticos. So now, the question is, since the schach is far away from the walls of the houses around. So these walls are too far to serve as walls for the sukkah where this cock is. But they're four amas away on all sides. So then it seems it would be possible. But you have schach without walls. You have where the walls, walls are far away. The portico is schach possible. And it's too wide the portico to make it very Akuma. That's possible. But Abaya said, still there's a heta. Shelo. And Rav Amapsuk. Now I explain. Abaya Amak Shelo. Amrina we say. Pitikro Yoyved we say. The edge of the beams that constitute the roof of the portico are considered as if imaginary wall drops from the edge of the beams all the way down to the ground. And so this heart has an imaginary wall all around. I'll explain P-Tikka. P-Tikka means if you had beams that are at least a tefah thick, thick beams that constitute the portico ceiling, now, as the beams come out from the house and the beams end in a tefa thickness, so we consider as from that end of the beam, that's the roof of the portico, where the portico ends, you can see the imaginary wall comes down and come down and closes off this part covered by this chach from the rest of the outside world. Does it matter how far, how far the Aksadra extends? Does that matter? Can it be more than four hours? Yes. Why? Because we are not relying anymore on the walls of the houses with Dev and Akuma. We're imagining now the Sukh has its own walls. And its own walls are right here where this end of the scene of the portico is, where the portico ceiling ends and imaginary wall drops down from P Tikva Now there's such a such a concept. We'll find that concept in Sister a number of times. P Tikva, the edge of the beam is considered as if it constitutes a wall in itself. And we imagine a wall fell down from the edge of the beam all the way down to the ground. 
So on all sides, this sukkah now, this chak has a wall, imaginary wall all around it. And therefore, this chak has walls, and it's a complete sukkah, a real chak, and imaginary walls on all sides of it. Once more, the achsad doesn't have any supports over here. They're supported by the wall of the house. So between this sukkah and the wall of the house is a distance. It's more than four amas. It's four amas. So you cannot use the wall of the house as the wall of the sukkah by virtue of Pete of and Akuma. But it's too far away. So Abai says, we don't need the wall of the house. We don't need the pitsimim, the supports, because the edge of the beam is that constitute the roof of the axada, pitik or the edge of that beam, yeah, goes down and it makes a I'll make it easy, easier to understand. Easier. So like this. Here is the roof of the particle. At the end of the roof. There's a beam running all the way across the edge of the particle. Easier to understand. There's a beam running all the way across the edge of the particle all around the garden. It's nailed on to the particle, this beam, but all the way around. This beam has an edge to it. That edge is considered like it goes all the way down to the ground. I'll explain that to your neighbor before we go on. The same thing with a little explanation. The portico is composed of boards running alongside the length of the garden. So the, the boards and have the portico. The last board running alongside the edge of the portico the edge of the last board is considered a decision. Now, the last board running alongside the schach is the edge of the last board is considered like it goes all the way down to the ground. It doesn't. It's, it's only in the, on the portico. But since it has an edge, and we'll say the edge, it's a thick board, a tefa thick. So a thick board, a tefa thick, has an edge, a tefa thick. So you see it, you're standing under the schach. The schach is lying on top of the portico, on both sides, edge of the schach on top of the portico. So inside this suitcase, you're standing there, you see the edge of the portico board on all sides. So that board is considered, you're ready to say, I said it went down to the ground in our imagination.